Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight here on Rome Business Radio. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios at the Manus Business Center located in downtown Rome at the corner of Broad Street and Turner McCall Boulevard. We work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune, and I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. And I'm Thomas Gislet with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Good morning, Hi, Roger. Thomas. What's going on? Hey, the sun is shining again. It's always Thursdays, podcast weather, right? It's not chamber weather. It's chamber of commerce weather, and it happens to fall on Thursday when we tape a podcast. So, uh, well, great, Thomas. We've got a good crew collected here again. I'm so happy that we can we are we are face to face for a, you know a few weeks now. Uh, we were on Zoom for so long, and now we're in the same room with people um, doing doing the the uh, podcast. Thomas, if you don't mind, would you introduce our guest, please? Sure, absolutely. And let's get started with Carrie Edge. Good morning. Carrie is with um, Elevation House. And then next to me, we have Tiffany Lloyd. Good morning. And she is with Blue Water Aesthetics. And then we have Wes Bridges with Dry Roof, D-R-I Roof. Dry Roof, yes. And um, all of our guests are new members uh, that joined us Yay. in our recent membership drive. And uh, we are really happy to, to have you. And, you know, joining this podcast is one of the benefits. So, uh Enjoy the show. Yeah, thank you for the invite. Sure. Enjoy the cocktail party without the cocktails, as I often yes. say. Uh, <laughs> Tiffany, you are with Blue Water Aesthetics. Yes. Okay. Um, tell us a little bit about it. Well, so I'm a medical spa, and I'm located on uh, on Broad Street, a couple doors down from the Honeymoon Bakery, so my favorite <laughs> spots in Rome. So um, I'm not originally from here. I moved here in 2017, and I got married, so... Um, but I've been in business since 2017 here in Rome and, um, been very successful and, um, love my clients. I have the best clients ever. So, <laughs> well, yes. two things jump out at me. Thomas and I often joke when people tell us where their businesses are located in Rome, Georgia, we always do it in reference to where a restaurant is because, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because in Rome, we got to eat. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, and secondly, define medical spa for me. What, what sets you apart from what people might think of when they think spa? Yeah. So I'm one of the only, uh, medical, uh, skincare facilities, I guess, if you could say that, that way, um, that I'm, that's not in a doctor's office in Rome. So, um, I carry, um, medical grade, uh, skincare, Abaji medical and skin, um, is in Cedics. and I do IPL, uh, treatments, which is a type of, it's, it's like a laser. Um, I carry, um, uh, medical grade, you know, peels and, um, just all kinds of different, you know, modalities to take care of the skin, but I'm not a fluff and puff. I kind of get in there and, Roll my sleeves up and we get to work. And I, I specialize in, in changing the skin. Okay. Because uh, sometimes when you hear spa, you think massage, you think this yeah. and that. But your skin care. Yes. This yes. is this all is all about way. skin. Okay. Um, Carrie Edge with Elevation House. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm great. How about you this morning, Roger? I am hunky-dory. Well, good. Uh, and you have some podcasting experience. I do. <laughs> uh, shameless plug, Edge Life Seven. So anywhere podcasts are heard, and YouTube and Facebook. So she's got. She's already got the the, <laughs> the voice and the polish. <laughs> yeah, it changes. There's a radio voice, isn't there, Roger? Uh, I have a face for radio. That's all I can tell you. Me too. Um, uh, no, that's not true at all. <laughs> so, t- so tell us a little bit about Elevation House for those who may not know what you guys do. Yes. So we are unique and. In Rome, Georgia as well. We are a nonprofit. 
um, organization, uh, one of two clubhouse modeled programs in the state of Georgia. And you're asking, what is clubhouse? It is not a tree house. It is not necessarily a place to hang out, but we serve adults that live with serious mental illness and um, we end economic and social isolation for those individuals. So um, the work that we do is extremely important. Um, it is not duplicated anywhere except for the clubhouse that's in Atlanta. Um, but there are 300 plus clubhouses around the world. So actually next week we celebrate Clubhouse International Week and we have our world seminar. So people from all over the globe um, will be gathering together to learn about the clubhouse model. And our model basically um, draws off the basic human need to be needed. Um, it is inevitable. We all need to feel like we're needed. And we believe that the best way that that's facilitated is by giving people meaningful purpose. And meaningful purpose is best achieved through work. Um, and so we help people find that meaning in life by coming to our clubhouse um, during the weekday and participating in what we call the work order day. So the members of Elevation House literally help us run the nonprofit. We are intentionally understaffed so that they have to engage in meaningful work, everything from marketing to food. Uh, <laughs> we, we do provide two healthy meals a day that our members help cook alongside of staff. Um, so you, you name it from accounting to administrative to cleanliness of our facility, which is the Kelsey Acock Burrell Center that's owned by the city um, to the kitchen. We we do it all. And then that translates when people find purpose, they find wellness and those that become well enough um, will then begin to work out in the community. And more than 40 percent of our members, we've only been open two years, more than 40 percent of our members are now working in jobs in our community and in Northwest Georgia. Well, it's interesting. You and I were talking just before we got on the air here. You have a background working for the, the Boys and Girls Clubs. Yes. And just if you could touch on what you were touching on before about the difference the, the difference in, in basically having to market those two things. Some, one thing kind of markets itself, and it's a little bit of a tougher challenge for you where you are to market, uh, to overcome the stigma that, that a lot of people might have and the, the false perceptions and things like that. It absolutely is. So my family is a family with lived experience, which means that um, I have a parent who lives with serious mental illness. And I also have a child who um, has been diagnosed with autism and bipolar and generalized anxiety disorder. So for me, because it's personal, um, it's important. Um, and I'm not scared of it because it's my life and it's my life experience. But there's diversity in the world. And there are some people that have not been exposed to things such as serious mental illness. And so because we only know what we know, people can become afraid of that stigma. And so because of that, it is difficult to market serious mental illness. So for me, I had to kind of get over the perspective that I have about how important it is because many people are afraid of those that are living with serious mental illness. When I say things like schizophrenia, schizoaffective, some of you already get nervous just hearing those words. Those are the individuals I work with every day. And so I used a marketing term, children, it's easy to market the need for children who are at hope, and I don't call them at risk, at hope, who live in low socioeconomic situations. But when I begin to talk about adults who are living with serious mental illness and all of the facets that come along with that, helping them end the economic and social isolation that they experience, it's not as, marketing term, sexy, and it can be more difficult to market. Right. Um yeah, fascinating. Um, 
Well, I'm, I, uh, we'll we'll circle back around because the whole point here is to kind of go all the way around. And uh, Wes, let's check in with you at at Dry Roof. And it took me a minute to get the acronym since it's spelled DRI. Uh, so if you could uh, tell us what the DRI stands for. So DRI stands for Doyen Roof Installation. Uh, Doyen is a small company we started about eleven years ago, um, and we began as an insurance inspection company. Uh, we took on the jobs of inspecting high and steep roofs uh, for insurance adjusters who aren't allowed to get on those. Uh, during that time, I have became an insurance adjuster. I've been one for several years now. Uh, the way the roofing part come around was I was tired of seeing people um, being taken advantage of by the roofers. Um, they were coming in and having them file claims that weren't truly claims or even worse is they were going up and creating damage. Um, and it's not un- it's, it's very unethical and it's immoral. And we are a faith-based business. We, we rely on Jesus, number one, and then my family. Uh, my sister is my partner, and my wife is my biggest supporter, who is my hero as well. Uh, and we are a very close-knit family on both sides. So um, we took the mission on we're going to – we can't change the whole world. Right. But I can change the one that I'm living in, which is my community, very similar to what Miss Edge is doing. And, and, and as we're doing this, um, we're taking a, an ethical approach. We do uh, inspections for realty companies. We do inspections for insurance companies. I do inspections for homeowners to see if they need a new roof. We also do a roof maintenance program where uh, we eliminate the risk for leaks by doing just normal routine maintenance. Uh, we clean gutters. I do minor repairs. We do roofing repairs and, of course, roof replacements. Um, I can't reinvent the wheel, and this is my cliche of the day, but I can make a better tire for this whole process. And and that's what our, our goal is, our mission. Um, also, uh, and I'm not bragging on us, but 10% of our profits go into um, a benevolence fund, and we go out at the end of the year once the tax man says we're good to go. <laughs> um, and we're going to help people we don't know who those people are we really don't care i don't care if uh, you know gender race socioeconomic level we just want to help the people who can't help themselves um we don't want them to know who we are what we're just we just need to fill a need and we're going to change our community by doing this okay uh, i got two or three follow-ups i'll probably have more so uh, you're primarily inspection but you will do a roof replacement no i'm doing both Uh, i'm I wish I could say I'm a jack of all trades, but uh, we do roof replacement. Um, I have three roofs going on next week, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Okay. Um, yay. Uh, but I do. Hope, hope the weather stays on clear. A, on a daily basis, we have people in four different states on a daily basis that are doing inspections for roofing companies. Gotcha. Um, and then, uh, example, and I'm not trying to blow myself up, but I had a gentleman call me yesterday, somewhat experienced or a little older. Um, he's a his explanation for not fixing it himself is he's grounded per his wife from getting on the roof anymore. <laughs> so we went out. Um, somebody referred him to me. I went out and I repaired his roof to, to eliminate the, the leak um, to reduce, you know, the, any more damage going into his house. Um, those are what I call my pro bono. It makes me feel more important. It sounds kind of like a lawyer or something instead of a <laughs> roofing contractor. But we do a lot of pro bono work for people who can't um, – financially repay us um and that's just part of our giving back to the community as well oh well great um i am interested to talk to all of you about uh, 
you know, you, uh, Thomas pointed out in his introduction that you're all new members of the chamber, and we've been celebrating that on the podcast here in recent weeks because they had a very successful membership drive. Um, so, Tiffany, what what prompted you to join? You've been in business for a few years. So what, what prompted you to finally uh, become a chamber member? Well, you know, interestingly enough, I actually was a member when I first moved here, and um, but I could not take advantage of it. I was, you know, just opening up and um, marketing and advertising and and working, and it's just I didn't have time, you know. So um, I just kind of dropped out after that one year, and um, this this time there just seemed to be so many things that came with the uh, membership so it would just it was like why would I not want to be a part of that and be a part of the of the community again because I felt like I was kind of skirting everything for a while but I'm ready to to be a part of it you know of of, of Rome you know well it's interesting you talk people sometimes forget when you when you run a small business yes you're in the business of skincare and that's okay. what you want to do every day that you, that's but you also have other things to worry about <laughs> yes. the paperwork and the taxes and yeah, the, you, you touched all. on Mr. Taxman coming and yeah uh, I do it all so it's it's kind of hard I'm like the office manager and the accountant and I order and I'm the esthetician I'm the so yeah I wear all the hats and so sometimes I just kind of you know I, I lose focus <laughs> on other things outside of that. So. Uh, well, that, that's just that's just part of uh, entrepreneurialship, if that's a word. Entrepreneur, yes. whatever. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, Carrie, what what prompted you guys to join the chamber at Elevation House? Oh, well, I think similar to what she said is that the first year was spent just trying to get a good solid foundation and getting ourselves established and focusing um, on operations and program. And then going into year two, we knew that we needed to strategically align ourselves with the community and benefits of the community. And so being an organization that focuses on work, um, we need to invest ourselves in the economic development of our community because it's imperative to the economic ending the economic isolation of our members. And Wes? I wish mine was as inspirational as these two. <laughs> uh, one of y'all's members had a tree fall. Uh, wind blew a tree limb down on their house uh, punched a hole in the roof, knocked some gutters off. And uh, he also does some insurance for us. And uh, he called me and says, hey, can you help me? And it was like a Friday afternoon at 6.30. And so we took off over there. My daughter and I were uh, – I had cooked a, a whopping dinner of ramen noodles, and we were eating. <laughs> I know that's horrible, but that's uh, – so, so, we were, so I got through college. Hey, I'm an expert. Uh, so we took off over there, and we cut the tree off. We got him dried in, and, and and I'm standing there, and I'm stinky and sweaty and hot. Um, and he says, hey, you know what? You need to join the chamber. And I'm like, yeah, talk to my sister about that. She's my partner. Um, and uh, they got together, and here I am. So uh, this is not my my cup of tea. Uh, not that I detest this. My sister is much better in social settings. I'm much better on a roof with a customer explaining. Uh, oh, you're talking about the podcast is not your cup of tea. Never uh, done one, never heard one. Uh, so, yeah, I, I do send emails. So. <laughs> he does send email. He's halfway there. Well, do you have a cell phone? <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. He, in fact, does have a cell phone. Yes, my, my, I have a 15-year-old and a 17-year-old, and, and I have a, a not an eight-and-a-half-year-old stepson, and they teach me how to use my cell phone all the time. So. That being said, do you have a TikTok? 
Uh, I do not have a TikTok. Okay. I do not have a Facebook account. I have a watch. I just, <laughs> I just learned how to decline somebody. <laughs> right oh, here. It's hanging up. <laughs> uh, I, I accuse my uh, my nieces and nephews who are high school through college, throughout of college now, of uh, always, you know, they, they step out of conversations with you to go on their phone, and then I accuse them of, Instabook face snap gramming. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I just kind of combine everything together. Uh, but you know, I miss face to face. But anyway, Thomas, yes. I, I have digressed. Thomas, get us back on course here. <laughs> These people have uh, joined the chamber. Uh, Tiffany mentioned that it seemed like an exciting time to be a part of the chamber from what everything is going on. So just tell us, tell us what it is that you, that you've got going on at the chamber that might attract other folks to join like it did these people. Yeah. We, we just want to stress the benefits, especially for small businesses mm-hmm. and new business and nonprofit organizations. So um, we want to focus on that. And, you know, it's not just always the big industries and the big corporations, you know, it's, it's the small businesses, you know, that make us, you know, be, be alive, be part of this uh, fantastic community. And, you know, we just want to convince everybody to be part of the family. You know, we, we consider us family and you are our new family members. Okay. And, you know, we, we listen to you and you listen to us and we have something to bring to the table. You have something to bring to the table. And we want to connect uh, you as the family members as well. So, and that's, you know, also part of this show, not just to promote your business, but also to connect and to network. So, um, and we always try, usually at the end of the show, uh, to find like a common theme of everybody. Because, you know, first, first side, what has, you know, a nonprofit with a roofer in common, you know? Yeah. Um, not so much. But, you know, you all mentioned, you know, you had some, some keywords, you know, ethical, you know, family, uh, caring. You know, you care about your customers. You care about, and of course, wellness as well. You know, mm-hmm. you, you talked about mental wellness, skincare uh, is a big big part of wellness as well. It's just, you know, two, two different areas. But, you know, it's all about opening doors and, you know, see what other people do and, you know, take advantage of that. And Thomas, one of the things that I, I noted, you know, she was talking about being an entrepreneur, which my husband is also an entrepreneur. And you are a jack of all trades and many times a master of none. And you have to wear every hat. And as you were talking, I could really relate to the fact as a nonprofit executive, especially in a new organization, I literally have had to be everything. Um, The only difference is, is that I have a board of directors who I have to rely on to do the work for free, Um, where you're relying on yourself, like my husband as an entrepreneur is relying on himself. And so there's a lot of similarities between small business and, and nonprofit just because of the multitude of hats. And to the chamber, you know, the benefits, one of the things for me as many small businesses you don't have the buying power to get things like health insurance. Um, I know for me and taking a leap from having a government job, I actually worked for the sheriff's office. I literally am a jack of all trades, a master of none. Um, But taking a leap from a a government job, leaving good benefits um, to go to a nonprofit where literally is like, we'll, we'll pay you if people pay us. No, Um, but no, like being able to say to my employee, you know, someday, Perhaps I'll be able to, and the you know the chamber has the vying power to to uh, drive down the cost of insurance, which Wes knows about insurance for smaller organizations. Well, and um, what's one of the things we enjoy doing is when we create connections in this room, uh, like Thomas touched on it earlier. Like, what what does this have to do with this? And he does he does always find a common theme. But sometimes people walk out of this room and they're exchanging contact information because oh, you said something that I oh maybe you can help us. Maybe you can, you know we can work together down the road. So we love seeing that. Um, 
when that happens. And Wes, you touched on something that Thomas reiterated about ethics. Yes. One of the most frustrating things for anybody that doesn't have any expertise in something like, for example, car repair or roof repair is the concern that you're going to walk in and you're going to get, you're going to get bamboozled. Yes. So it's very refreshing to know that that is a priority for you guys. So is, is that just, that comes from the heart, I guess you said. Absolutely. You're, yeah. Well, so I, I have a problem about caring about people. Um, and it's, well, it's, it's not a problem. <laughs> well, <laughs> my problem is, is I get too emotionally involved uh, with people I don't know. But I, I, the, what prompted us to get started doing these things is I seen a little old lady, late 80s. She couldn't hardly afford to, her living uh, the way she was living at the time. And a guy come in and convinced her, hey, you need a new roof. Uh, the insurance company bought her a new roof, but the guy didn't do a very good job putting the roof in. A couple of years later, her roof is falling off, and she, with her insurance premiums going up and living on a fixed income, she was really strapped. And then the and she called in another claim. The insurance company says, no, it's a bad installation. It's not a coverable issue. And now uh. she's, her house is falling apart. She's falling apart. And I told my sister, I said, you know, we can't save everybody, but we can prevent this for a, a few people. Um, we... Like I say, I can't change the world, but we're going to start in this community. And if I can change one person's life, then I, maybe I can convince them to take on the same mentality, and then they can change two people's lives. Right. And eventually this is going to exceed where our community's at, and it'll go outside. And I, I believe this, and, and it's, it's, I was in the ministry for a long time, and that's where I, I was trying to figure out where I knew Yeah, Carrie, that's where I recognize you from. She that. came to our, our meeting and spoke one night, very inspirational. See, we, they already had a connection. We didn't even know it. <laughs> Listen, I'm getting old. It's hard for me to remember things. But, um, so I believe in the, a, a community has to take care of itself. So I do believe in the chamber. Uh, like I said, it's not that I don't believe in it. It's just not my cup of tea. Uh, <laughs> but I, I see the importance of this. Small business is the heartbeat of this town. Yep. It's not big business. Mm-hmm. Big business is actually yes. leaving. Um, and, and not... But small business is always going to be here, and it's always going to be the heartbeat. It's always going to be important, and we have to support each other. My wife, who is my hero, she's a nurse here in town, So, uh, yes, but she's you. always telling me. Um, that's how I can also relate to your mental health issues because yeah. she's always talking about this, that, and the other, and I'm like, how can I change that? Well, I can't, but we can. We can. We. Um, but. We're going to be the change of this town. The small business is always going to keep this town alive, and we have to work together. My wife tells me we have to support small business. We don't order stuff from Amazon. We don't order stuff from eBay very often. Um, it's only if we can't find it here. But we'll spend the, a little few extra dollars to shop here, and that's just how I believe in our community. Well, it's funny. You have said three or four times now that this isn't your cup of tea. You're knocking it out of the park, man. Oh, man. <laughs> no, no. I am, I am an ordained minister. So. Yeah. Uh, well, like what's the George Clooney line in "Oh, brother, where art thou?" It seems like you, you like me, have been endowed with the gift of gab. Yes, yeah. I, absolutely. My favorite movie of all time. <laughs> oh god, yeah, okay. That uh, we have a lot in common. Uh, it's in my top ten, uh, but we're digressing. Uh, Tiffany, I know you might need to step out here in a few minutes, so just kind of circling back to business at Blue Water Aesthetics. You guys are downtown on Broad. Uh, it's primarily your, your skincare. Yes. So, so like, walk me through that. Like, what are some specific services that people, you know, what does that mean? Well, uh, the laser treatments and yeah. is, is this about just hydration or acne or, you know, what is it? 
Well, so the great thing is, so when someone comes to me and I evaluate them, um, it's all based on their skin. It's, it's based on their goals for their skin and their concerns, first and foremost. And uh, so then I evaluate them after consultation, and um, I develop a game plan. I'm like, okay, so Rome wasn't built in a day, literally. <laughs> so, you know, if, it, if it's not, a, you know, if there's not a skin condition that hasn't occurred overnight, it's not going to be repaired overnight. So I try to, to teach people how to take care of themselves because I want them to not be so focused on how they look, actually, which I know sounds crazy. I want their skin to make them happy when they look in the mirror they're like okay i like where 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 this is heading then they move on with the more important things in life and you know i just feel like you actually um i don't like people focusing on you know not just being having a a negative view of themselves when they look in the mirror you know i like i like to take them away from that because that's not the most important thing but you do have to address these things just like any sort of health issue or you know you have to take care of yourself so when I when I meet this person, we d- we develop a game plan, especially for them. Whether that be let's start out on a chemical pills, let's let's start out on IPL, let's start out on microneedling or radio frequency, or which is skin tightening. There's so many, you know, acne. I treat a lot of acne, so uh, very very well. Also, I'm very. Um, um, very thorough, a little OCD, which is great for my clients because <laughs> yes. I, you know, I take care of every detail. So, and, and skincare is also like the diet for the skin. So, well, and important. it's uh, Thomas touched on the wellness aspect of just the confidence that it can yeah. you know, exactly. give people when they're out in the world. And yeah, yeah, because I have women coming to me and they're just like, oh, I hate what I see when I look in the mirror, and I don't like to hear that. And I'm like, well, then let's change it. And I'm like, I'm going to do do my part, and you have to do yours. We had a ribbon cutting there last week, and you know, yeah. just opening the door feels so soothing. You know, you, you, <laughs> like I mean, it's, 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 it's like an aquarium. You yeah. feel like Nemo in there, but you it's. Really do. <laughs> I don't know. Just keep it, swimming. Right. It just happened like that. I don't know. That's I do like awesome. the color blue as well. I'm turning into a Smurf. I'm afraid as I get older, but everything's blue. <laughs> Tiffany blue. Well, I was yeah. going to say is the the title the the name blue water. Is that? Oh, yes. Well, I'm a water bug, so I'm a beach bum. So if I can't be at the beach, I bring it to my, you know, to my uh, workplace. Well, it's funny. <laughs> we, we, everybody associates water with cool and calm and relaxation yes. and, and yes. Uh, yeah. whether it's the beach or the lake or. Uh, well, and I will say this. I'm not the kind of place where like one of my clients, she was like, you know, she was eating at, I think, Doug's Deli before she came to me. And uh, she was, uh, she told her friend, oh my goodness, I have to hurry up. I'm going to be late, you know, for my, for my facial. And her friend was like, oh, I'm so jealous. I would love to have a relaxing facial. She was like, oh no, this is not that kind of facial. <laughs> so we, you know, we do have the spa element, we, you know, a steam cleanse and um, um, aromatherapy, but you know, we get to work. So, you know. Well, Tiffany, that makes my mind go to Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, <laughs> I've actually never watched that. Yeah. Okay. So you, I, I don't, I, don't I'm sorry. sorry. Because I, I know I do this for a living. <laughs> I don't watch that. I don't know why, but it's, I can't. <laughs> uh, okay. On that note, Thomas, <laughs> I, 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 I feel like I've lost control, Thomas. Uh, so Tiffany, how can people 
learn more websites contact you make an appointment social media what what's what's your what's your world there uh yes let's see uh when i'm not banned on facebook uh you can find me there <laughs> when, you're, and, <laughs> when you're not banned on yes. facebook oh this is so, another show <laughs> <laughs> i get banned there a great deal and i you know i can't advertise there right now it's fine no. and um but when you can't <laughs> You can't find me on there. <laughs> so, um, you can. She's a skincare rebel. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh. So, but you can find me at bluewateronbroad.com. And I have all my services listed there. And most of them are all up to date. So, um, and of course, you know, um, you can look on my, on my Facebook page, uh, to find me as well. I just, my personal one, you may not be able to find that one, but <laughs> usually the other one you can. And, um, cause Mark Zuckerberg and you don't get along for some <laughs> reason. No, they really, they ban me for life. I'm afraid I can't ever advertise again. I don't even know why, but it's fine. And so, um, but otherwise I'm right downtown, like a big billboard, you know, I've, you can't miss my, my, um, my building and uh, my phone number is. Um, 706-537-7006 is the best way to get a hold of me. Okay, great. Um, Well, we'll look for for your business on Facebook. (laughs) I'm just being honest. (laughs) I'm assuming Elevation House hasn't been banned. We have not been banned as of yet. So... <laughs> so how can people was I guess I guess do you need volunteers do you need funding do you need individual support corporate support what do you need all of the above what do yes, you need Yes we need all of the above no for for simply $7 a day you can provide a person one day of mental health recovery so our budget is just under $120,000 a year so you can do a whole lot for for very little with the elevation house it goes a long way um, so yes, we need, we do need all of the above volunteers a little less because remember our members are engaged in the meaningful work, Right. but sometimes they need support. Sometimes they have literacy goals, education goals, things of that nature that we could use people to walk alongside of them to help them. And a, for lack of a better word, correct me if I'm wrong. What, what is the, what is the ultimate success story? What is the goal? What, it, what for an individual is, is to, is to, Find them purpose and work. What? 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 Define a success for me. So, success at Elevation House um, is personally gratifying life, and that looks different for everyone. Okay. Mm -hmm. Some people go back to work. I have a gentleman who's working for a large healthcare corporation locally, who had not worked in eleven years, Um, and he never thought he could go back to work. And after a year at Elevation House, he felt the confidence to go back to work and. uh, He's got great benefits. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 great for the work you do. So contact information, phone yes. numbers, websites. So you can find us on all social media. Just Google um, Elevation House. You can find us on Twitter, um, which is it's not our favorite. Instagram, Facebook, and then, of course, ElevationHouse.org is one-stop shopping. And we're also on YouTube, and we have some great commercials on there when we did a uh, we tried to win a grant for Allstate. So if you want to check out some Allstate commercials we remade, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. So yeah. check us out. You also do some great fundraising events. Yes. Just, just see if, yeah, those are, you know, entertaining. They're fun. Thank you. Yeah. So we were the first organization to take a little bit of a risk because I'm a risk taker. And we jumped out there and we did a virtual auction and dinner. And you ask, how do you do a dinner and auction virtually? We did it. And I think we did a really excellent job the last two years. And we exceeded our goals thanks to Rome Floyd County. We, made, we raised 
um, almost $33,000, and our goal was uh, $30,000 this year. So thank you, Rome Floyd. Oh, well, congratulations to you, and thank you, Rome Floyd. Thank you. Um, Wes? Yes. Uh, contact information for you guys at Dry Roof? or. We have a Facebook page. We also have a web page. Let me, Luke, can I, can I interrupt you? Do you operate the Facebook page yourself? I have never seen a Facebook page. <laughs> That's why I think we have – I'm just kidding. Uh, we have a Facebook page. I'm not a Facebooker. Uh, <laughs> just teasing you. Uh, my wife and I got on uh, the Facebook – one of the kids the other day, and we are going to post in the neighborhood for if anybody needed help with the recent rains, with any leaks – we couldn't figure out how to pose. She finally figured it out. I gave up and started watching football. So, uh, But with that being said, uh, it's DRI-Roof. Um, I think that's what it is on Facebook. Our email address is DRI-Roof at doyen, D-O-Y-E-N, uh, inc.com. And I think our uh, the office number is 706-622-2093. And again, anything from inspections to repair. Like gutter clean. Like I say, uh, just a roof assessment. We, we've gone, uh, I go out with uh, realtors sometimes if they have an issue, uh, somebody con- uh, disputing whether the roof is good or bad. And I help realtors, uh, anybody. I just, like I say, anybody that needs help will help them. Fantastic. Thomas, any final thoughts? Well, we had a great panel of guests today. Right. Again, we covered everything. Things we never covered before. (laughs) We may never get invited back again, Wes. Sometimes we never know where the show is going to go. (laughs) That's that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. It was nice to get to know you, uh, to speak with you. I know we we need to meet a little bit more frequently, hopefully. And that's what I wanted to say earlier with the chamber, with you know everybody's busy uh, schedules. Uh, We understand that. You know, we send an updated newsletter every Monday. With events scheduled, you know, at different time frames. We have uh, a business before our networking event. We have business after hours. We have lunch meetings. Uh, we have afternoon events. We have mid morning events. So there's something for everybody. And I encourage everybody just to attend the meeting. You know, even if it's not your cup of tea or your, your subject, even, you know, if it's, you know, if it's something, but maybe tech it might yes. be a good one for you. You know, social media. Um, you 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 gain something out of you know just just the content, right. but also the networking part. Yes. Just you know, greeting people, talking to them, and you know, uh, make make our family stronger. Yes, <laughs> fantastic. Thanks, everybody. This has been great. We appreciate your time, and thanks to you who have been listening to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio, and for Thomas Kislett with The Chamber, we have been broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studio, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you for listening.